0: Right, it's Monday, 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 Monday. Yeah, old Monday. Gotta love a Monday. Um, typical. It's been dry all morning. Now I'm deciding I'm gonna go for a mid-morning run, and of course, here comes the rain. And I'm sporting my new Carrymore trail running shoes, and mm-hmm. I think. I'm about to get these puppies really muddy They're going to have a serious baptism <laughs> Baptism by mud Because it's uh, I'm at the uh, Ufton Fields Nature Reserve well, It's got a nice little Path Nice path to run around in Keep me off the road But Looking at the conditions right now It's going to be muddy So my nice, brand-new-looking shoes... (laughs) Ah, they're not going to be brand-new-looking for much longer. But that's the nature of the beast. And they're trail-running shoes anyway, so they need to be dirty. They don't want to be looking all pristine and clean because it looks like I haven't used them, which I haven't done. (laughs) All right, let me get going before it starts raining even harder. Well, as predicted, my nice... Brand new shoes have now been baptized in mud. I'll put the um, before and after photos on uh, Instagram or the site. One of the two. Hey, look at that, man. The time just got away from me. Just like that, it's almost nine o'clock. Where did the day go? (laughs) I spent um, a good bit of today. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's been a good bit of the afternoon after the run, mainly uh, working on the blog. I was just going to call it a website, but it's more of a blog. Um, Spent the day working on that. Oh, you know what else I was trying to do? Um, Because I started building bots, I think the tail end of last year. After, in fact, after it came from the Learning Technologies um, Expo. So that was this year, was it? <laughs> Man, the time has just gone by fast. Come on, get with it, Clay. Yes, okay. So after the Learning Technologies Expo, I actually started um, learning how to build bots. So I was using Chatfuel to build the bots. And I built my first one. Which is, um, I don't know, if you're on Facebook, if you go to uh, Soul Cruiser, look for me there. My Facebook page for Soul Cruiser, you can interact with my bot. Which well, is actually pretty cool because I set it up um, to act as my sort of proxy, as it were. So you could um, get to learn a little bit about me. I thought it was just a more souped up way of doing a bio instead of you know your normal traditional bio have my bot be talking to you in a in a uh, conversational tone you can learn about me alexa off um so yes i built the first one got busy with some other projects so i haven't been back to working on the the chat bots and then of course after this Cambridge Analytica stuff that Facebook got themselves all ate up in—they've now suspended any future uh, chatbot deployments or builds on the Messenger app, which is what I was using the Chatfuel. And I found Chatfuel to be quite intuitive to use. Now you can still build a bot with Chatfuel, but. Um, it's only deployable. It was deployable through Facebook. So today, I was looking for a replacement for Chatfuel. So I started working with SnatchBot and Digiflow, which used to be AP.AI, which Google bought. Um, which I a quite like. That one Digiflow. However, it wasn't as I didn't find it as intuitive to work with neither Snatchbot or Digiflow to work with as Chat Fuel was. So I'm gonna have to spend some time figuring out how that works. But yeah, that was uh that was me, and it was fooling around with some other learning technology stuff I'm trying to get this whole LMS thing nailed down my sort of private LMS that I've been working on building so I'm trying to get that one knocked out um, and then do some blogging because I need to dust off the old blog and um, probably posting about once every other week these days but I want to crank that up some more and um want to do some more audio posts, but also do some more writing. So, um, yeah, I was dusting off that puppy. It was dusting it off. Yeah. In fact, I wrote um, uh, another prose poem today called Black Drones. Have a look, go check it out, soulcruiser.com. Have a read, let me know what you think about it. And now, oh yeah, and I got another book in today. I got a book by um, a cat named Andrew Kalka and Richard Shepherd called "Cult Fiction A Reader's Guide. So we're getting all into this avant-garde experimental uh, fiction of late. And this is a um, reader's guide of hundreds, it looks like, experimental Occult, oh yeah, experimental avant-garde type writers, so... Yeah, it's quite a number. Some of these I recognize, I've heard of before. Um, but majority I haven't, probably 99% of them. Well, 95%, I'm seeing some a lot of names, I know. Um, but looking forward to just breezing through that to pick up some new writers whose stuff I may have not read before, who write... Um, you write experimental fiction which is quite interesting because um, I think it is one of those things that you've got to be you have to really understand why you're engaging in one both writing it and reading it I think Uh, I was thinking about this on the run actually and part of the gig is when you if you're new to the sort of experimental fiction you already have this imprint in your mind about what a story should be and how it should, should flow, you know, beginning, middle, end, character, plot, um, you know, and the tension, the rise in tension, resolution, that whole sort of classical storytelling format. So. A lot of times when you approach the experimental fiction stuff and it doesn't meet that paradigm, then it's like, what is this? What am I reading? Yeah, what's going on here? You know, it's just like, yeah. (laughs) Um, But as I was reading about uh, the the, it's I guess it's um, well some of the history, like especially the postmodern stuff. Reading the postmodern stuff and cyberpunk, and reading about the movement around it um, made me appreciate to help me to appreciate and understand what the work is about. And essentially some of it in the work in itself, metafiction, all that sort of stuff is to break through or to snatch snap you out of the paradigm that you've been sold. To let you explore um the possibilities of literature and fiction and poetry as opposed to only having a set narrow framework for what those particular um, disciplines or arts are, are are meant to be about. And I like that. And I'm looking forward to reading some more about um, cyberpunk because I've only just started reading about that and that's Seems pretty interesting as well. Because I had that I, I think it was last week, I was thinking about sort of postmodernism, and because I've been reading about the exper- experimental fiction, um, and then I came across an article that was saying is postmodern dead, and if so, what's after? Which is a good question because. But I think about as I'm starting to learn more about postmodern and kind of what it actually means, because you know you hear it all the time. So I was wanting to know definitively what's it about, really. Um, and it's been around for a while, so I'm kind of yeah, what's next? Because you know all the people that I'm reading and stuff, Um you know they're going back, <laughs> going back some decades, man. They wanted to bring me up to speed. Like, what's it? What's uh, what's after? Postmodernism? That'd be a good question. So I have to follow that up. Anyway, I just thought I'd hop back on here and finish off this audio that I started just before the run. And now, glancing up at the clock, five minutes to nine. Which means, here in the UK anyway, it's nearly time for The Walking Dead. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. So, that's where I'm headed to. The <laughs> Walking Dead. Anyway, catch you cats later.